they say. Well, we thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Hey, fool, run that hey, shit the fool, fuck back, man. Trying to build a shot, real talk. These days it's hard to stay. 
soldier. I grind hard cause I can't flow in the soda. You can tell I'm trapped soldier. You in the corporate office somewhere over there. You with the Range Rover. This is getting colder. And I ain't got time and I got a shot. Email me in October. I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid. Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Telling all my people's look, let's get paid. Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid. Cause I'm about to die, this broke life died in this reggae Brunts don't smoke right, hot is my heyday That don't sound right, shit don't act right Rock won't stack right, at least it don't stack like it used to Let your brother kill himself, tell me what would you do So now I'm trying to see my money boom cool No type of felines acting all new school I know what happens more than usual Catch you when I poop through to a stage near you If not, grab two and come to All of you gonna let money get crucial but I won't excuse my behavior A lack thereof when it comes to the paper Time to get fun, then stacks on major It's do it get done, over when I hear player I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get Your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. This is how I think blowed out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm representing my man's on the block.
like to welcome you to the foundation. Welcome, welcome. My name is So L. Now I'm very glad you could, you know, make it this great episode. Well, I'm calling it lockdown. Done in brass you is done. Big shakeup. And uh, you know, business credit, credit reporting, however you want to look at it. I haven't heard anyone really talking about it yet, so, and even if they were, you know, the audience needs this, but as always, this is right, I would like to say, welcome to the foundation, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt, correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt, so we're looking to correctly apply correct information what's up y'all hope y'all feeling good all praises and thanks as well as honors due to the creator and the ancestors obviously but without them we would not be here I want to say peace big up salute to big brother Yusuf L high frequency radio network creator extraordinaire spcuniversity.com you know, he's doing his thing, you know, so big up to big brother Yusuf, Yusuf L, every single time, because it is what it is, we gotta, you know, we gotta honor the elders, man, you know what I'm saying, and give them their just due, otherwise, I don't know, what part of the game is that, how about that, you know what I'm saying, so big up big brother, Yusuf L, and as we move forward, welcome to the foundation.com. That is welcome to the foundation.com. Head over there, sign up for the email list, check out the PDF section. You can find the Facebook page, the Twitter page, the Instagram page. You can make a donation. You can also, and as well, book a consultation all from one spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. PDF section is going to switch up. Things being removed. I don't know. I'm not going to speak on it. Because, you know, we're just trying to get more in line with, you know, the overall, you know, thrust and purpose of the foundation. So, with that being said, I want to say peace to all the listeners. All the live listeners. I want to say peace. Peace to all the live callers, internet listeners. All you live internet listeners, all, all the archive listeners, those who cannot make the live show, doesn't matter to me, it's the same. Might as well be here live with us. So I want to say shout out to all those archive listeners, podcast listeners, and those who have received an MP3 via email or text message or, you know, whatever, whatever's popping in the streets these days. I want to say peace to all the trustees. Salute all the trustees in the private foundation and all those investing in their private education I also want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private anyone who has sent well wishes in an email or a current event or was otherwise you know added to the foundation definitely want to say peace this is a big show you know um, in my opinion you know Dun & Bradstreet's been popping for over 20 years what's next we're going to get into it but first let's get into these current events
Let's do this so we can get into the show. First and foremost, I do want to point out that, you know, the way I look at the public is those in the public and those who, you know, the elite, you know, in the world who, you know, pretty much run things in the public, if you if you look at it that way. You know, they understand natural law and they understand karma. You know, what goes around comes around or, you know, correspondence to be more specific. So I truly see with my eyes that a lot of everything is disclosed. It's just kind of hidden or not readily available and it's not publicized or promoted or marketed. While all these other things that are marketed and promoted, you know, what I mean? movies, clothes, TV episodes, you know, all types of medications, crazy stuff is marketed. But when it comes to knowledge of specific things, that stuff isn't marketed. Nonetheless, you know, if you're diligent, in my opinion, and you are a true seeker and you're you just don't do not give up. And you, you hunger and thirst and have a, you know, insatiable, you know, uh, thirst for knowledge. You will come, in my opinion, to understand that, like, pretty much everything is put out there for you to see and for you to make your own determinations or for you to pay attention to or not. And it's not up to those who do or do not promote things to make sure that you pay attention to everything. That makes sense. I hope that makes sense. With that being said, I truly understand that, you know, a lot of this stuff is put out in the news. And they'll pull out a bunch of, you know, fluff and you know nice stuff, nice nice things. But then they'll also keep it real, keep it super real. So that's kind of a theme with, you know, the current events because I look for certain things. You know, I was trained by, you know, a friend of mine, he's an army intelligence officer on how to just look at things and how, you know, how to how to pay attention to what's going on and you know I like to think that I kind of stay you know on the cusp of what's going what's going on especially in business and you know international trade and you know stock markets and you know things of that nature so with that being said let me get into these current events let's get get them over with we have several articles but first on Reuters.com US labor market remains tight economy continues to grow says the Fed beige book this came out today. Labor's markets returned, I'm sorry, remained tight across the United States as businesses struggled to find skilled workers and wages grew modestly. The Federal Reserve said today in its latest report on the economy, U.S. Central Bank's Beige Book report, a glimpse of the economy based on conversations with business contacts across all 12 of the federal districts found economic activity grew at a slight to moderate pace in March and early April. A few districts reported some strengthening in economic growth. A few districts. Prices have risen modestly since the last beige book with tariffs, freight costs, and rising wages often cited as key factors, the Fed said. It added that consumer spending was mixed but suggested sluggish sales for both general retailers and auto dealers. Wages grew moderately in most districts, most districts, for both skilled and unskilled workers, with only three reporting slight growth in workers' pay, the Fed said. Businesses in most districts reported shortages 
of skilled workers, mainly in manufacturing and construction, but also in technical and professional roles. Companies have responded to the tight labor market by boosting bonuses and benefits packages, along with raising wages moderately, according to the report. Employment increases were most highly concentrated in highly skilled jobs. In terms of the manufacturing sector, the Fed said contracts, I'm sorry, contacts in many districts reported that trade-related uncertainty was weighing on activity. Several Fed districts said flooding and severe weather in the Midwest was affecting agricultural production. The Kansas City Fed reported that recent blizzards and flooding could weigh on the farming sector in the coming months as it had resulted in damaged infrastructure and losses of cattle and crops. The impact of the 35-day U.S. government shutdown that began in late December appeared muted. The Richmond Fed reported a few federal contractors saw business starting to return to normal and that the San Francisco Fed saw higher than expected retail sales once the government reopened. Okay, so it's looking good, right? It's looking good, right? Moving forward, still on Reuters, U.S. stocks, Wall Street dips as healthcare slide of offsets chip boost. Qualcomm surges on surprise settlement with Apple. So the stock went up because they're going to get a settlement from Apple. Not because they came out with some new innovative product or anything like that. Healthcare stocks fall for the second day straight. China's Q1 growth unexpectedly steadies. So it's not growing anymore. IBM falls after revenue miss. U.S. stocks headed lower today as a sell-off in healthcare stocks extended for a second day, overshadowing a rally in chip makers led by Qualcomm. The S&P healthcare index tumbled 2.5% on pace to wipe out its yearly gains over concerns about potential changes to healthcare policy as 2020 presidential election looms. And they're talking about that this mesh, this pelvis mesh that they're they're they're, they're uh, surgically implanting in women to, to strengthen their pelvic floor or something like that. It's all bad. With a Democratic-controlled Congress, there's definitely more talk on regulating the sector and drug prices, which has negative headline risks said Matthew Gransky, Director of Strategy at Los Angeles-based Miracle Mile Advisors. Medical device maker Abbott Laboratories Incorporated fell 3.8% despite quarterly results beating estimates. United Health Group Incorporated, Pfizer Incorporated, and Merck and Company fell more than 2% and were the biggest drags on a broader S&P 500 index. The weakness in healthcare stocks stalled early optimism after data showed China's economy unexpectedly set steady in the first quarter. Assuaging, I'm sorry, assuaging concerns about a slowdown in the world's second largest economy amid a trade war with the United States. Chipmakers, which get a huge portion of the revenue from China, rallied with the Philadelphia Chip Index rising more than 1%. The top gainer was, of course, Qualcomm Incorporated surging 10.4% after winning a major victory in his legal dispute with Apple Incorporated that called for the iPhone to once again use Qualcomm modem chips. Intel was up 3.4%. Just because they're getting money from Apple, these things are up. Meanwhile, stock market and healthcare is getting beat down. They want to say it's, you know, 
due to this, you know, this mesh. I think that's, you know, I don't know. I think that's a smoke screen. I think something else might be going on here. Um, and CNB says, <clears throat> I'm sorry, CNBC says the economy could be weaker than expected. And the reason is manufacturing. Industrial production declined in the first three months of the year for the first time since the third quarter of 2017. And that could signal economic growth is weaker than some economists are forecasting. I'm sorry, what is this? Natix's economist Joseph Lavorgna said the Federal Reserve Industrial Production Index correlates very closely to GDP growth and the correlation between its quarterly annualized changes and real GDP growth is around 70%. It correlates to GDP pretty well, and I did notice within that within the data that there was a big inventory build within the fourth quarter. This is the um, said Lavornia, who is the firm's chief economist for the Americas. He also went on to say it seems if there was a time that industrial production and GDP would match up well, it would be at uh, a time when there's a relatively large inventory build. When you unwind inventory, he said, you would expect to see production slow. Lavornia is forecasting 1% for first quarter GDP growth reported April 26, but he said it could be even closer to flat. He added economists' consensus forecast is 2%. He said, to me, the production data suggests there's um, more downside risk to Q1 than people currently believe. We still expect real GDP output in the first quarter to hit 1.5%, but much of this increase will come from a temporary buildup of inventories rather than factories producing more goods. I find that interesting. Excuse me. The economy could be weaker. We're talking about manufacturing. Um, CNBC also says here's where the jobs are in one chart. Looking at this chart, um, education and health services, jobs are up, like 70,000 jobs. Professional and business services, 37,000. Leisure and hospitality, 33,000. Leisure and hospitality, that would be, you know, there is, you know, a sector of the United States or, you know, America that is making money. Construction is up, you know, there's 16,000 jobs. This is all in the green, all the way down to information technology, transportation, and warehousing. But when you look at wholesale trade, that's negative <clears throat> 2,000 jobs, so lost. Um, we got manufacturing, <clears throat> excuse me goodness manufacturing um it's just in the sector alone lost six thousand job six thousand dollars and of course due to this retail apocalypse we have seen over four i'm sorry eleven thousand seven hundred jobs lost so you know i don't know not too many people are in you know education and health services and to get into these sectors you know requires a fair amount of schooling. It's not necessarily that you can go to a trade school and, you know, hop right in that bad boy and, you know, just be in the market. So these are things to pay attention to. These are things of concern as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, not to, you know, be someone out here like, oh, things are all bad. They're not. But if we pay attention, you know, things could potentially and very likely will be potentially all good. Excuse me. Back to Reuters. Fed may need to buy more bonds than before the crisis to manage United States rates. This is official. The Federal Reserve may need to buy more government bonds than it did before the 2008 financial crisis and conduct other money market operations 
to implement its current approach to managing U.S. interest rates, a top central bank official said on Wednesday. The Fed this year decided to indefinitely manage short-term interest rates by tweaking the interest it pays banks on excess money they keep at the central bank, a process that requires the central bank to keep larger balance sheets and more bank reserves on hand than it did prior to the global financial crisis. What does that sound like? Does that sound good to you? Excuse me. The size of these purchases will need to be larger than similar pre-crisis operations, in part because of the Fed's other liabilities, including paper currency and the U.S. government's accounts, are bigger. Federal Reserve Bank of New York official Lori Logan said in remarks prepared for delivery at an event in New York. The purchases would be, quote, gradual and mechanical, end quote. She said, after the, cri- after, that, after the crisis, the Fed bulked up its holdings by buying treasuries using bank reserves. It created. <laughs> Yo. <clears throat> Yo, this is in. This is on. Men are telling the truth. After the crisis, the Fed bulked up its holdings by buying treasuries using bank reserves it, it created. In March, federal, federal officials decided to stop letting those reserves and its bond holdings decline. And to keep control of rates, officials will eventually have to start buying bonds again and building up bank reserves. Lori Logan is the head of market operations, monitoring, and analysis at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, which implements the Fed's monetary policies by trading in the market and managing the central bank's portfolio. She said bank reserves are currently ample enough to manage interest rates well currently and into the future so basically you know Federal Reserve in New York is basically saying hey we got this don't worry about it we can manage these interest rates everything's going to be fine Um, you know I'm sorry to laugh because this is going to affect a lot of people and it's not it's not going to be good for a lot of people you know seriously (coughs) excuse me but for those who are paying attention, we can make moves and, you know, kind of find humor in how this is going on. But, you know, they got the, we got this. The Federal Bank says we got this. We can manage these interest rates. Everything's going to be fine. Reuters, BlackRock strategists advocate trimming investment portfolio risk. <laughs> strategists at the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock Incorporated, told their financial advisor clients today to look at cutting back on risk and lower expectations for high returns on stocks and bonds. Hmm. We may get another leg up from earnings, but I would say the type of returns we experienced in the first quarter should not be extrapolated. BlackRock's chief chief equity strategist, Kate Moore, said during its quarterly U.S. Wealth Advisory event, which was attended over the web by about 1,300 of its financial advisor clients. She went on to say, we just want to be conscious of the fact that for both equities and bonds, the types of returns that you've experienced, not just in 2019, but over the course of the last decade and before, are going to be difficult to replicate, said Moore. I'm going to say that again. We just want to be conscious of the fact that for both equities and bonds, the, the types of returns that you've experienced, not just in 2019, but over the course of the last 
decade and before are going to be difficult to replicate. This is not me. This is Kate Moore. Who's Kate Moore? That's BlackRock's chief equity strategist. Who's BlackRock? There's a search engine named Google. You can check that out. U.S. stocks have appreciated sharply in recent years, thanks in part to steps the U.S. Federal Reserve took to resuscitate the economy after the financial crisis of 2009 through, I'm sorry, 2007 through 2009. But worries abound that investors may be in a late cycle environment, BlackRock strategists said. Indeed, the benchmark S&P 500 stock index has gained about 16% just in 2019 due to monetary and fiscal stimulus efforts in China and signs the U.S. Federal Reserve will delay further rate hikes for the time being. In general, the recent market gyrations have not spurred financial advisors into action. Patrick Nolan, a senior strategist with BlackRock's Portfolio Solutions team said, Faced with bouts of volatility, investors can pick from one of three options, Nolan said. They could treat market gyrations as noise and largely ignore them. Alternatively, they could react very strongly and dump risky assets, he said. The third option is to add more protection in portfolios, even as one remains positioned to take part in any gains if markets grind higher. It looks to us like advisor models are still taking option one. We actually think option three might be better path from here. To do this, BlackRock's head of factor investing, Andrew Ang, favors quality, an approach where the focus is on companies that have a track record of stable earnings, are productive, and support a relatively lower level of debt. When we take that sort of position, we can still participate in an upside for markets, but we do that with a more defensive posture, said Ang. On Tuesday, BlackRock's chief executive, Larry Fink, said the U.S. economy is speeding up again after a slowdown in recent months and cash could start rushing into stocks as most investors are underinvested in the markets globally. So we're talking about this melt-up right before a recession happens, and that's when, you know, Main Street, Wall Street is getting out while, while Main Street investors are getting in. Wall Street investors are getting out while Main Street investors <clears throat> are getting in. Let me let me chill with this one. I'll move on to the next one. But check this out. We've got people who go to high-level elite college schools, college educations, and beyond to understand these markets and how to, you know, read prospectuses and, you know, uh, balance sheets and and all types of, you know, internal documents to determine whether a company is viable and worth investing into or not. You know, while mainstream investors really go with the flow and whatever's hot on TV or, you know, if your friend said it or if your uncle, I don't know, you know, it's really not the same. And mostly if you look at the, if you step back and look at the stock market um, and know really what's going on, it's, it's a reversal. They always like publicize these individual investors who make millions or something, but it's one guy or one, one, one lady. And it's not a group of people, but you know, all this money is coming from, you know, main street normal people who are just trying to, you know, invest for the future. Um, Their stocks and portfolios may be going up. It looks like they're making money, but honestly, due to inflation and, you know, the uh, deflation of the dollar, they're they're actually losing money. But the system itself makes it look like you're winning when you're not. In fact, uh, prices are rising. So when you look at it specifically, you know, a basket of goods that cost you $100, um, you know, 
five, ten years ago essentially cost you $150 now. So you got $160,000. Well, in 10 years, it's not going to be worth $160,000 today. And that's what people really aren't taking into you know, consideration. And that's a big thing that, you know, big thing to think about. Here's another thing, another thing to think about. Money market assets tumble for tax payments. This is on Reuters, New York. Investors and companies withdrew huge sums of cash from their money market accounts to make their annual tax payments ahead of the April 15th deadline, according to private to a private report released today. Domestic money market funds assets tumbled by 53.19 billion, which was their biggest weekly decline in about 10 months to 3.016 trillion in the week ended in April 16th, the money fund report said. The decline was driven primarily by personal and corporate tax deadlines. It said in a statement, is that really the reason? Is it really because people are paying their taxes while these money market funds are being drained out? Or is there something else going on? I don't know. You be the judge of that. But, you know, definitely do your research. What we got next up, CNBC. Alan Greenspan says, Economy will start to fade very dramatically because of entitlement burden. Economic growth won't last as the U.S. labors under the burden of growing entitlement programs and weakness around the world, from former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan told CNBC. The longtime central bank chief repeated his warnings about the weight that Social Security, Medicare, and other programs are having on what have been otherwise solid gains over the past few years. Quote, I think the real problem is over the long run. We've got this significant continued drain coming from entitlements, which are basically drawing capital investment dollar for a dollar. He told CNBC's Sarah Eisen during a Squawk on the Street interview. Without any major change in entitlements, he said entitlements are going to rise. Why? Because the population is aging. There's no way to reverse that. And the politics of it are awful, as you well know, Greenspan said. While he said the economy looks reasonably good in the short run, he expects that over the long term, growth fades very dramatically. The man known as the maestro, while he ran the Fed 19 years from Reagan to George W. Bush's administration, Spoke as signs for growth have turned more positive lately. And the latest GDP forecast, the Atlanta Fed now sees the increase. Now they're going to tell you all this increase stuff. However, Greenspan said as much of the improvement has come from a rise in stock market prices. He sees a stock market aura in the economy. A rise of 10% in the S&P 500 corresponds to a 1% real GDP increase, he said. The S&P 500 has risen nearly 16% in 2019 and is on track for its best performance in history, should current trends hold. The economy is going to begin to fade out because Europe is not doing well and we still have a problem where there's a substantial fiscal problem associated with entitlements. This is Alan Greenspan. I feel like they're letting us know. This is, uh, I'm sorry. I feel like they're letting us know. This is on CNBC. You can check that out if you'd like to. Also on CNBC, U.S. import prices rise for a third straight month, driven by higher fuel prices. 
U.S. import prices increased for a third straight month in March, driven by higher fuel prices, but the underlying trend remained soft. Economists polled by Reuters had forecast import price prices rising four-tenths of a percent in March, excluding petroleum. Um, I don't know. This is going to throw a bunch of numbers. Um, the underlying trend remains soft, they're saying. Import prices rose six-tenths of a percent last month, boosted by increases in the cost of fuel and industrial supplies, the Labor Department said. Things are getting more expensive. Y'all paying attention to the, um, when you go to the grocery stores, you're paying attention to how much weight, you know, is on the cereal boxes. Is it the same weight as a couple years ago? Might be the same price. But are you getting the same amount of product when you purchase these things? Rising gasoline prices and rents boost U.S. consumer prices in March. CNBC. U.S. consumer prices increased by the most in 14 months in March. But underlying inflation remained benign against the backdrop of slowing domestic and global economic growth. They're telling you all over that this economic growth is slowing internationally and domestically. The tame inflation environment and moderate economic activity support the Federal Reserve's decision last month to suspend its three-year campaign to raise interest rates. The U.S. Central Bank dropped projections for any rate hikes this year after lifting borrowing costs four times in 2018. The Labor Department said today its its consumer price index rose four-tenths of a percent, boosted by increases in costs of, guess what, food, gasoline, and rent. And ultimately, in my opinion, this is where they're trying to hit. They're trying to, you know, the system lives off us. That was the biggest event since January 2018 and followed a 2% gain in February. In the 12 months through March, this consumer price in index increased 1.9%. So if you got 2% inflation on your currency that you're being paid with, and you got prices increasing 2%, <laughs> um, you know, pretty much you got prices increasing 2%. You know, possibly sometimes, you know, within three to four months, this stuff gets ridiculous. I'm going to move forward because I feel like I'm running out of time and I'm feeling rushed. That's on CNBC, rising gas prices and rents boost U.S. consumer prices in March. Last but not least, this is on Forbes.com. And this kind of, I saw this headline and I I double checked to make sure it was Forbes.com, like I wasn't being spoofed. Or, you know, played or, you know, whatever it is. So I made sure. Because the headline is, the Fed continues to manipulate the markets. The Fed continues to manipulate the markets. This is on Forbes.com, y'all. I found this on Forbes.com. I'm not playing. We remain in solid by the dip mode and it's highly likely a dip is on the horizon. At the beginning of last year, um, the the author wrote that the market was either going to track sideways in a wide channel or crash. It has done both. While the crash part was just short of the classic 25%, it was nonetheless a trigger to signal the end of 
quantitative tightening by the Fed. A recovery has followed, backing up the idea that the Federal Reserve is managing the markets while it normalizes its balance sheet, or at least gets it down to a comfortable, quote, new normal, end quote. On the face of it, the market has little upside. To break out above this range is possible, but statistically, this happens one time in five, so one out of five chances. It's also approaching the sell in May. You know, um, you know, historically, stocks, the stock market itself doesn't, you know, do too well in the summer. Um, so that sell in May, you know, that's, you know, what's, you know, people in, in that sector, you know, kind of call it. And to top it off, it all, I'm sorry, to top it all off, the Fed is still quantitatively tightening, even though it has promised to stop. I'm going to read that again. And to top it all off, the Fed is still quantitatively tightening, even though it has promised to stop. The quantitative tightening is going on in the mortgage market. So with the prospect of the end of QT soon, money will stick around in equities, or it seems it is doing so. So quantitative tightening is still ongoing, and while this might not be hitting the stock market directly at the moment, the process will still be sucking up liquidity from the global economy and creating the general grittiness seen in so many markets and instruments currently. So they just said it's sucking up liquidity. Wonder where the money's going. They got all these things to blame it on. Oh, it was this, it was that. Oh, there's this lawsuit, and they got the settlement, and blah, 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 whatever. While this headwind is in play, it is hard to see the Dow breaking up through this channel. It is also not hard to imagine the market correcting in the summer to head back down to the 24,000 uh, 24, level again. Then once QT actually stops quantum tightening, which may well be the bottom of the channel, we should get a rally back to about where we are now, then potentially a breakout with the run up to Christmas. Then we are into U.S. election mania. You can call your own narrative on how that will pan out, but a strong Trump is likely to see a strong market showing in 2020. So we remain in solid by the dip mode, and it's highly likely a dip is on the horizon. So they're basically telling investors, oh, the Fed's continuing to manipulate the market. This is on Forbes, man. Forbes.com. This is crazy. And that even though the market is, you know, going down, it's, oh, it's just a little correction. It's baby. You know, they're taking care of it. And we're, we're just going to keep buying the dip. Forbes.com. A lot of, you know, mainstream investors. Not Wall Street, but mainstream investors. Like people like me and you who, you know, think we're savvy and we think, we think we're smart. We think we're smarter than most people. And, we, you know, we're trying to do this and do that. Read Forbes. A lot of mainstream investors read Forbes and stuff like that. This stuff is starting to go mainstream. It's known as a melt-up. And it's when mainstream gets in, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, legislation to, you know, make it easier for smaller uh, businesses to offer 401k plans to their employees by giving government incentives, basically, you know, putting their money in the stock market. 
and they're looking to get an influx of cash into this market, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But you know, I do I do shows, and this stuff is you know it's going these these shows are gonna be here forever. And so I, all I'll say is I said it. That's all I'll say. So that's it with current events. Let me get to the show real quick. Look, 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 look. Chill, 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 chill. Bottom line, starting a business is a big part of many people's lives. Not everyone. Not everyone. It's not for everybody. And a lot of people think it's not for them when it really is. You just got to do some extra work. But, you know, you got these things in your mind. I think you got this, that, that, that negative voice in your head. Number one, you should give it a name, a funny name or an evil name or whatever. But that negative voice in your head rules. So you feel like you can't do these things. But bottom line, starting a business is a big part in many people's lives. It's also, in my opinion, like realistically, almost required to gain and grow family wealth. You know what we're talking about here on the foundation. We hear about, you know, talking about family wealth and family estate, and you know, getting your business together and getting your private structures together and your trustee training, you know, blah, 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 blah. Business credit is crucial in running a successful business. Crucial. Absolutely crucial. Um, because there are times in all business cycles, there are times in all uh, consumer, consumer cycles where demand and sales are low. They don't always match up these uh, you know, consumer cycles and sales cycles and whatnot, but there are always going to be times throughout the year or so, you know, whatever, maybe in a five-year period or whatever, where, you know, money's going to be tight, sometimes even non-existent, even though maybe you're doing great business. You may be selling out, selling so much that you can't keep up. You can't really figure out how to raise the costs and keep your customers, but the guy you're leasing, the company you're leasing your, your office from is definitely figuring out how to raise your lease. And they keep doing it. And the power company, every chance they get, they're sending a notice of an increase in power rates, sewer, and all these different bills as they increase over time. You know, and, you know, in these market conditions are going and you're looking to, you know, stay afloat, so to speak, and, you know, be able to fill orders. Credit is important. Business credit is huge. That's why I talk about it. That's why it's a big part of the foundation. And when I say the foundation, I mean you know, the foundation was so L on high frequency radio network, but also I also mean the foundation of economic knowledge and understanding when it comes to commercial transactions. We can get into which entity you're using to execute or con- uh, uh, commensurate the commercial transactions later. But the foundation of knowledge and understanding of this commercial realm and the nature of commercial transactions is 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 cru- crucially dependent on knowledge of businesses, corporate structures, as well as business credit. And the success of your private estate and multiple generations of wealth are dependent on, in some ways, for a lot of families, uh, you know, a public-facing business. You know, a family business. So, like I said, business credit is 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 
crucial. Business credit is also very complicated to learn. There's a lot of things go into it. You know, I like to say there's 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 <clears throat> you got Equifax and 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 Experian and TransUnion reporting on your social blah blah blah. Okay, cool. But with businesses, you got an EIN where Equifax business, TransUnion business, and um, Experian business report revolving credit. But then you got a, another number where net credit is reported. And that currently that is a Dun and Bradstreet number. Um, business credit is very complicated to understand when it comes to the difference between, uh, between um, what ratio of credit can I use? When should I PG and when should I not? Uh, what vendors should I apply for so I don't burn up the business credit profile? Um, what products and services should the business uh, pay for and which ones should we not? What you know? Um, where, where do we apply for credit first? Um, how do we get to, you know, tier two level business credit or tier three? You know, it's, it goes, a lot of stuff goes into it. And for those of us who try to keep on, you know, the bleeding edge of what's going on in, you know, these fields, um, understanding Dun & Bradstreet and the big component of Dun & Bradstreet and the Dun & Bradstreet number is is a large part of this stuff. It's also um, expensive to hire consultants to, you know, help you fund your business, um, to um, help you build your business credit. Sometimes the consultants aren't trustworthy. Sometimes they run off with your bread. Um, You know, a lot of stuff happens. Sometimes they just don't know what they're doing. They just can talk very well, and they got a gift for gab. But either way, you know, business credit is complicated. Business credit is expensive when it comes to hiring you know, consultants, and it's expensive to be wrong. Um, this flip right here may change it all. Um, you can hand down a business, and this is why this is important, but you can't hand down a job. You can't hand down a bachelor's or a, master, a master's degree or an associate's degree or a doctorate degree to your child, to your heirs, and allow them to you know, benefit from, you know, your work in the form of, you know, commanding a higher salary than those children's, um, those children whose parents did not hand down their, you know, their doctorate and master's and whatever it is. You can't do that. But you can definitely pass down a business, especially if the business is timeless. If you're dealing with food, if you're dealing with clothing, if you're dealing with shelter, a lot of those businesses are timeless. Um, When you're getting into, um, Technology, I think that stuff is becoming timeless. Transportation is timeless. Uh, you know, uh, travel is timeless. There's a lot of different um, sectors that are timeless, not necessarily recession-proof sectors, but you know, timeless sectors. They're always going to be around. You're always going to be able to make some some money somehow, some form. And those types of businesses you can hand down to your, you know, to your heirs. So, and you know, this shakeup right here, this, 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 this. Shutting down of Dun and Bradstreet can affect your legacy, and also can you know really hinder those who are beginning or even stop those who are learning or even into you know business credit because this is a big switch up as far as I'm concerned. Let me get to it. Dun and Bradstreet. If you don't know who Dun and Bradstreet is, Dun and Bradstreet is a, is a company. Um, they established. The Data Universal Numbering System, or DUNS number, 
all right and this is a <clears throat> it's a identifying number that is used to validate you know entities for federal contract purposes that's what you know that's what that's what a DUNS number is. DUNS stands for data, I'm sorry, data universal numbering system. DUNS. A lot of people I got my DUNS number. You know, most most people saying that don't even know, you know, that is an acronym. Um let me let me read this. Let me read this. I got this from what is it? Uh it's a, it's a mailer I got. From Central Law Group, I'm signed up for their mailers and stuff. You know, I'm a nerd. I like to read a lot of this weird stuff. But you know, occasionally I run across stuff like this, especially beforehand, before it happens, so I can get people, you know, put people on the game. So here we go. On March, um, on March 18th, 2019, the U.S. General Services Administration, or GSA, announced that Ernst and Young LLP was awarded a one-year base and four-year option period of $41.8 million contract for entity validation services for the federal award process. Uh, those trying to you know, get federal contracts with the government, trying to get awarded federal contracts. That's what this has to do with. Okay. <clears throat> Dun & Bradstreet, who established the, the Dunn's system, held the contract for more than 20 years. The Dunn's number has been an established and unique identifier for entities doing business with the government. With the new EY contract, or your person Young, the Dunn's number will be replaced. Dun & Bradstreet has agreed to continue to work with the General Services Administration, as well as Ernst and Young during the transition. So we can expect that hopefully those current those current businesses and um, I, I, for sure big businesses that are making on a bunch of money who got their you know their stuff together that their you know profiles are going to be transferred transferred over from Dan, Dun and Bradstreet to EY or Ernst and Young to what's going to be it's going to be called the Sammy. It's going to be a Sammy number. Everything's going to, it's going to be transferred without a hitch. But, you know, small mom and pop shots, man, watch your stuff. Watch your stuff. And this could really, really be detrimental for any type of credit you can get in the future if you are already established, you know, with your business credit. And it can also affect, you know, um, your credit profile because there could be some errors. Man, I'm telling you, and I'm, they're going to set, look, there's going to be errors on specific businesses that can, look, and a lot of times with the contracts, you, you um, African-American women-owned businesses and stuff, you check that and you get kind of preferential treatment. Man, I bet you there's going to be specific accounts that are going to have experienced widespread problems due to the transition between the Dunn system and Sa- Sammy system. I can already see it. But, but, you know, this is a part of it. Or, you know, maybe I'm just super paranoid and I'm out here tripping. It's possible. You know, it's definitely, I might be crazy. But I'm seeing a setup here. 
Um, GSA continues to work on reducing duplication across the government. And now, anti-devalidation will be serviced by SAM.gov. GSA will use a government-owned unique identifier called the System for Award Management Managed Identifier, or SAMI. And it's the system, it's SAMS.gov, System for Award Management. That's where we go when we're looking to, you know, bid or research, you know, available government contracts. So they're going to be basically, they're going to create their own, the government is creating their own number. And this is why I'm saying lockdown. And it's part of, you know, this public lockdown. It's the government creating its own number, just like the IRS creates um, the, you know, EIN and the Social Security number or whatever. The government is creating its own number to identify companies, corporations, trusts, so on and so forth internally for award contracts. And because this number was unique, it was used to track business credit on the net credit side. Sometimes some revolving stuff will show up there, but it's on the net credit side. And net credit is credit that you have to pay within a certain amount of time. If 15 days, 55 days, 60 days, 30 days, 90 days, it's the terms are, you know, the, the company you guys negotiated between, you know, um, the vendor. Um, revolving credit is reported on the EIN, which is already a government, you know, number. So um, that, you know, stuff like credit cards and stuff, you can pay the minimum, minimum balance and the, the, the overall balance, the principal balance, I'm sorry, you can pay the minimum payment and the overall balance um, revolves on to the next building cycle, like the next month's building cycle. Um, you maybe used to pay some interest, maybe got interest free for a certain time period, whatever. That's on the EIN, EIN side. They're about to push this stuff internal. Uh, Dun & Bradstreet is no longer issuing Dun & Bradstreet numbers starting March 18, 2019, possibly, or maybe a little later, depending on when they implement this system. Um, also, um, Ernst & Young is going to be um, validating um, the entities for um, the system for war management for the federal government. Let me continue. I'm going to get to this. GSA, we use a government-owned unique identifier called the System for Award Management Managed Identifier, or SAMI number. Securing this five-year contract means that the federal government will have a safe, secure, and unified method for validating entities, while also simplifying the process for those who seek awards, said GSA Office of Systems Management Assistant Commissioner Judith Zawatsky. She goes on to say this award greatly improves the government's ability to manage data and is an important step forward to competitively procuring entity validation services on behalf of the entire government award community. Updates um To the system uh, for war management website is more than likely going to happen, but um, they're also saying that because uh, Dun and Bradstreet they issued the number and they were verifying the entities, they kind of had like a relative monopoly. I got another one here, um, Fed Scoop. This is like a, a publication that reports on like federal stuff, new federal news, um, policies, updates, uh, procedures, stuff like that. 
the government is moving to a new provider to validate and track its business with contractors and other parties. Um, Ernst & Young, we know this, $41.75 million contract, uh, five years, entity validation services for the federal war process through GSA System for War Management, or SAM system. <clears throat> Let me see. I, I like this one, so there's a reason why. Okay. Ernst & Young will replace incumbent Dunn and Bradstreet, which has provided the government entity validation through its Data Universal Numbering System, or Dunn's number, for more than two decades. As GSA transitions to Ernst & Young services, the government will receive continued service from Dunn & Bradstreet to maintain award reporting and data integrity. Now, instead of a Dunn's number, GSA, through Ernst & Young, will use a government-owned unique entity identifier called the SAM Managed Identifier, SAMI, with SAM and GSA's integrated award environment. This eliminates issues with vendor lock and vendor lock-in associated with government relying on a private company's proprietary identifier. See, they're telling the truth. They, they, GSA, and maybe that's what they're just saying. Maybe that's what they're saying. Me personally, I think they're locking it down. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if they say, oh, you got to use a social or ITIN in order to get a SAMI, a SAMI number. GSA hasn't been exploring new options for entity validation for more than two years. It issued a request for proposals late last year. Watchdogs have championed the move away from Dunn's number system because it's, I'm sorry, because of its nature of proprietary system. Okay. DMB said in 2017 and hoped to continue its work with the federal government. I bet it did say that. And said Dunn and Bradstreet believes that our government partners will continue to find value in what we deliver to support the federal government across a multitude of missions. I think this is big. I could be actually tripping. I could be bugging out. You know, I could be losing, losing it, straight up losing, losing your mind. So get it together. Really, though, I don't think I am. I think, um, you know, as this public locks down, I think this is lock and step with uh, the the IRS issuing a new mandate that you can no longer obtain an EIN using the SS4 paper form or irs.gov without it use giving or providing more appropriately a social security number or individual tax identifying number whereas currently you can use other EINs to obtain EINs using the paper form as well as irs.gov shutting that down shutting it down they want to know who you are they want to know how you're attached and as they revamp and like reboot this system, if you don't know what you don't know, you're going to get locked in. And then everybody's going to get locked down and, oh, man, it's all bad. And there's going to be a movement, a new, like, you know, sovereign movement in like 20 years, 25 years, maybe 50 years or 60 years or who knows how ill, ill, ill this new you know system is. But it's coming. I know it's coming. I can feel it. Some of y'all might, might be able to feel it. But something's up. Something's definitely up. Can't really put my finger on it. But I'm sure it has something to do with money. I'm sure it has something to do with value. I'm sure it has something to do with property, assets. And I'm sure it has something to do with tracking. 
And if I can associate you with this company and I can pour through your company financials and try to find, find you know, um, evidence of co-mingling and self-dealing, then I can, you know, attach all of these transactions to you as the individual and tax the individual from here to kingdom come. And if you don't know certain information while you're setting up your business, while you're getting your EIN so excited because you started your new business and you got, you're getting the EIN and you're going to go open a bank account, but oh and behold, they want the social. And I don't understand how to do this. I don't, there's no way, uh, you know, okay, well, I might as well give it my social. And a lot of us are beginning to establish our family estates or, you know, like I'd like to say, reestablishing our family estates. And as we move on this process, some of us are further along than others. Some of us are not far at all. A lot of us in the pursuit to grow the assets and the wealth of our private estate, our asset protection trust, our family trust, you know, all any of the sub-trust that may or may not be a part of the entire overall estate. A lot of us are going to look to open up some sort of public entity, some sort of public business that can, you know, provide a quality good or service to the public with terms and conditions and, you know, nice, good, 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 clean, solid contracts and generate income for the benefit of the private estate. That's what the name of the game. That's what it is. And be able to, you know, title majority of the shares or membership interest in this company, in this corporation, in this LLC, in this S Corp, in this C Corp, in some sort of business trust or asset holding trust, which never dies, which is controlled and managed by the board of trustees of, of the family trust and continue to perpetuate the legacy through this business and continue to, you know, generate income through this business. That is a large part of it. Prada is the last, no, Prada is not a last name. I'm pretty sure Fendi's the last name. I know Gucci's the last name. A lot of these companies are last names. Chase Bank, Chase, someone's last name. Morgan, J.P. Morgan, that's the last name. And the list goes on and on. I'm serious. It's the name of the game. And then these companies operate for the benefit of the private estate. So as we're all beginning to reestablish our private estate, I feel like personally, and I could be tripping, I could be bugging out, man. I could be on some straight drugs, man. You know what I'm saying? But I think, here's what I think is going on. I think it's the age of information. I think those in, quote, power, you know, those who control not only, you know, the banks, but also control, you know, the social services and educational uh, systems uh, within not only the United States, but also in countries all over the world. Those who have their hands in politics, have their hands in, you know, large, you know, structures of the economy. They're starting to pick up on the fact that there are large swaths of the general population that is beginning to wake up and scramble and reach towards their freedom, whether it's economic you know, financial, whether it's physical freedom or what have you. 
And they're saying, they're trying to wake up. They're waking up. We can't necessarily, because it's the age of information, and, you know, if we create a need by, you know, censoring different information, someone's going to make a bunch of money, like, sell, get, a, gaining access to the information. So we don't want to create any new millionaires or billionaires. But we, we kind of, we don't, we want to lock it down. So those who are in the, in the process of reestablishing their estates and their wealth don't have a chance. And I see that with, you know, they're starting to lock down this business stuff. They're starting to limit credit. They're starting to, you know, encourage this melt-up in the stock market. They're starting to lock it down how you can obtain an EIN if you, and how you can obtain an EIN privately. And now they're, they're going to issue internal governmental EINs. I'm sorry, not EINs. Um, identifiers for the system of, for award management. And the company who previously issued numbers, identifiers, for validation for the services, uh, for validation services, for government uh, contracting, was done in Bradstreet. And those numbers were spun off by Dun & Bradstreet. They realized that they could make some money, and they started, you know, keeping track of companies' credit, net credit, vendor credit. I offer you some credit. Offer your company some credit. Your company doesn't pay my company. I want a way to, you know, at least, you know, let other companies know, kind of mess up your, you know, that's the nature of the game. I'm trying to, you know, throw some, throw some, throw some salt on your, throw some salt in your game, because you salt in mine. You didn't, you didn't. So Dun and Bradstreet took advantage of that. So now that's already established. Net credit being being um, reported on the quote Dun and Bradstreet. It's already established. Now that is going to be transferred to Ernst & Young. And the identifier Dun & Bradstreet number is gone. It's out of here. It's just a matter of time. And now it's going to be a SAMI number. And how do you think, what type of regulations do you think the government is going to have with, requir- with requirements in regards to issuing that SAMI number? Just starting out, I can't go hire someone and be like, yeah, I, got, I can pay you 40 G's a year because I know I can because I got 20 G's right now. I got a solid business plan, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to pay you every two weeks. So essentially, you know, out of the next couple of months, I only got to come out of pocket a couple of G's, and I have an employee. Most of us can't do that and have them go and give, them, give up their social because they're getting, they're getting paid fairly, and they enjoy their job, and they're not going to think about it to get a SAMI number. Most people don't have the funds to do that and have a secretary go, you know, give their social to get the EIN for the company, for the corporation. Most of us can't afford that. They know what class that we're in and they're setting up hurdles and barriers and big walls and and chain links. Which is cool, which is cool. Because I see them. And as long as we can see them, we can prevent against them, right? So I'm just bringing bringing this to y'all attention. Um, I'm, hopefully I was able to, you know, articulate the significance of this news to those who are looking to go private, those who are looking to change their, you know, economic position to to raise their quality of life. For those who are looking to provide something better for their children and so on and so forth, we understand and in some way or form we're going to have to start some type of business, even if we continue to work our jobs until we, quote, retire. We still need to start some sort of business on the side. 
that we can pass down to our children. And what I'm seeing, and I'm seeing it, it's kind of like concentrated. It's happening, you know, concentrated, like within the last few couple weeks and couple months. What I'm seeing is, you know, um, a steady uh, contraction and lockdown of these public ways of generating private wealth, especially for those who don't have the, quote, inside information. Who don't come from quote informed families We all come from uninformed families I didn't know what an endowment was I didn't know anything about Interest rates and stuff I just wanted a car No one was there that I respected To tell me like yo you Look you want to put more down so you can get a lower Interest rate because you pay less over time And that's money that you could use to get other money blah 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 Like no, no one came at me like that I come from an uninformed family I had to figure all this stuff out on my own And there was a lot of people that helped me on the way Serious mentors that I seriously salute. But if it wasn't for me, my due diligence and my consistency, my dedication and my willingness to learn and, you know, to be humble and admit that I'm wrong or I don't know or, you know, um, whatever, just to, you know, be able to be taught and put people in, you know, this position to teach me what they know. And also, I've been successful. So I kind of like proving myself to these people Like you know, like, well what have you done I can start re- naming things off There's a website you can, go, you can go here You can go here And it's validates It's got years on it I'm, I'm over 10 what is, what is this 20 This is 2019 I'm over 15 years deep In this successful International commercial game Commerce 15 years deep Over 15 years Of success Internationally With With Two brands, but they were directly connected to each other. International, seriously, south of France. Palm trees in the south of France. You know, south, you know, uh, France got palm trees? I didn't know until I got there. It's crazy. There were certain things that I had to achieve in my life. I had to get on a big plane and fly. But I also had to do certain things here. And then slowly expand out across the United States in order to legitimize what I was doing to be able to go overseas with the domestic product, with a foreign product specifically, and be successful. People were falling off. I met so many people in the same line of business that I was doing that were so talented and had this blow, didn't make it. Doesn't matter. I feel like fate or success. Is indiscriminate. She don't care who you are. She cares not who you are, what you look like, you know, what your mom did, you know, how bad you were beat when you were a child. She don't care. But if you come from an uninformed family, we, there's just things that we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to, you know. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm kind of, you know, more, I'm coming a little more advanced than I was last year, so I'm you know trying to keep up on what I can keep up on, and I'm trying to tell y'all these things are changing, they're moving, and if we don't keep up with it, we will be lost. If we don't adapt, we will die, and not die like ugh, and then fall down the stairs and expire like you know no longer on the earth. I mean die like your wealth will die, your dreams will die. The legacy that you wanted for your for your heirs and your children will die because you had no means for effectuating that legacy. You have no means of actually making that happen. 
And you know, there's, there's just, I see this slow erosion of, of the opportunities for new wealth to be created. And I think it's something to pay attention to. Look, we got about four minutes, roughly, left in the broadcast. If you're checking it out online, you may want to call in 424-222-5250. I will stream just a little bit. Maybe I'll take a couple calls. I haven't done it in a while. I feel I feel like I haven't done it in a while. Um, we can chop it up. But uh, if you do not call in, you will get disconnected. And if you want to listen to the remainder of the broadcast, you will definitely have to, you know, check out the archive, which is fine. You know, that's cool. That's cool. You can check out the archive. I ain't got no problem with that. But, you know, as long as you check it out and you get the information, that's all I care about, you know. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people who, you know, don't know what to pay attention to. There's so much info. There's so many news articles and, you know what I'm saying, memes and, you know, little Facebook posts and Twitter posts and Instagram posts, you know, pictures of someone else's post and, you know, the retweet and the regrand and the re ah. You know, it's it's really hard to know what to pay attention to. And, you know, with current events and, <clears throat> you know, obviously with the topics that I, you know, try to bring with this foundation, with this, you know, with this, this whole movement is, you know, to do our best to stay ahead of what we can stay ahead of and as far ahead as we can stay. But, you know, the thing is we got to know that we can do it and that, you know, we do have the ability, maybe not the knowledge, but we have the ability to change not only our lives, but generations of lives after you, which is a tall order and might be kind of spooky and scary. So I don't want to try because if I don't try, then I won't fail and they can't make fun of me. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, some of us have to work out. But acknowledging that fact and acknowledging what's going on sometimes helps. With that being said, yeah, let me kick it to the phone line. Let me kick it to the phone line. I feel I feel good about bringing this to y'all, like straight up, because I think this is so so important, and I think it's straight under the radar. I don't feel like you know mainstream news. I don't know what mainstream news is talking about. Probably something about Trump or you know that one Muslim sister who's in the Senate. And they're mad because she made it in the Senate or whatever or the House or wherever she is. And they're just trying to tear her down or, ooh, ooh, now we're telling you that Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. Man, this stuff is crap. It's crap. And um, this is significant news. Especially when we're looking to, you know, reestablish our private estate. Let me, you know, get off my soapbox. Let me go to the phone lines. 90 seconds left. So, you know. Call in if you want. If not, you know, we good. It's all good. No, no, hey, it's all good. So let me do this. Uh, phone lines. I mean, seven one eight eight zero nine two. Peace. Which number are you calling from? Peace, L. This is Dow calling from New York. Hey, what's up, fam? How you doing? All right, you. How I'm you doing? Very well. Doing very well. That's good. Um. Can a can a uh, uh, can a present EIN number way be good for a present EIN number? I have, actually, I have three questions for you. Uh, I'm gonna keep it okay. very um short. Um, can a present EIN would it be better for a present EIN number to um, purchase uh you know to get another EIN number and um 
And um, on top of that, would it be like just private one company? Because I want to cover all, um, you know, I would like to cover all boards. I mean, like, you know, so like if it was like plumbing, electrical, or can one company do everything? You know, so like if I want to do landscaping and I wanted to do like maybe um, things of that nature, can, I, can one company do everything? Or I would have to just get multiple um, corporations or limited by limited liability, um, you know, companies. Um, I don't see why a company couldn't. I mean, unless it doesn't, I don't know. Unless it doesn't directly relate. Like, I don't see why a company would sell dish sponges and um make tires. I don't know. I'm just being random. Maybe, maybe if they made dish sponges and they use some of the similar, you know, components that they use in tires, maybe. But to sell dish sponges, but they make tires, it just doesn't. You know, so some companies you can use and do multiple, you know, offer multiple services and multiple, you know, goods or products. But it's, some of them okay. it just it kind of doesn't match. It's like, you know, you're selling gum and paint. I'm good. I don't oh. want no gum, but I'll take some paint because there might be paint in the gum. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. The next thing is, like, would it be better to get a little limited liability company or get a corporation so I don't have to turn a limited liability corporation um, company into a corporation by doing the 8832? Uh, you know, I can't give legal advice, so I don't know. I don't know your specific okay. situation. Okay. I, All right. I know, okay. you know, you a trustee. We finna, I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow, so okay. you can definitely holler. The last, okay, the last thing is like um, Terrell L. I mean Terrell L. Um, yeah. can he help people? Um, you know, establish the um business credit. Can he do that? I'm gonna be honest. I, you know, I recently talking talked to you know Teron and um. Um, he's he's very very busy, but um, I can help you establish your business business credit. You're a trustee. Okay. That's included. That's included in trustee training. So I I'll, I'll, I'll help you. We'll get, we'll get that we'll get that handled. Definitely. Okay. Uh, I appreciate very much, family. You know I always love you. I'm gonna let you take the next caller. Love you too, family. Appreciate you. Talk okay. to you next time. Peace. Next caller, 925-4026. Y'all must have liked this topic. I guess it is breaking news. 925-4026. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? 925. Area code 925-4026. Are you muted? You got your mute? Hit your mute button. I ain't coming back. If I move past you, you know. It's been a long day, y'all. Going once, going twice. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nine two nine four zero five six. We got four zero two six. We got four. Okay. Nine two nine four zero five six. Peace. What's your name? Are you Peace, from? brother Saudel. Peace, kings and queens. This is Sister Yvette. My brother, you gave them some vital information, so I'm gonna talk to the communities. My brothers, my sisters. The time is growing very short. They're locking down everything as far as us becoming financially independent from the very systems that have us enslaved. So the thing about it is you have to make choices and decisions, whether you want to be enslaved but from a different means or do you free your mind and you free yourself. You have to invest. Instead of investing in the wrong things, which are short-term, Look at the long-term goals. 
the long-term goals are do you work longer hours to make the elites rich or do you work longer hours to make your family wealth? The next thing is some of you all, you already did your taxes. You should have pulled yourselves in for private education. If you are not diligent in doing what you need to do, don't waste your time. Don't waste the other trainees' time. Don't waste the instructor's time. Private education is something you have to invest your time, your thought process, your mindset in. You have to cut people loose that's not on the same level because like minds will carry each other along. Staggerless roadblocks are just that. They will stumble you, and you won't find yourself picking yourself up. When you become privately educated, you have a different way of looking at things. You look at whether the glass is half full or the glass is completely full. Do you have to be selfish? Yes, selfish meaning that you're going to have to cut away from the very things that you are chasing on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, whether it's buying the extra clothes, the extra shoes, going to the restaurants, partying, going to the movies, you have to cut some things out. You have to sacrifice. If you're not ready to sacrifice, don't do it. And when you make that step, whether you make a plan, please be honorable men and women, noble men and women. Take care of your debts. Just like you pay your rent, your your gas, your light, your telephone, cell phone bills, Whatever. Be diligent. Be honorable. Don't waste people's time. Don't waste your time. This is not just for you. This is for your grandkids, your great-grands, and the generations to come. Those that are clamping down on us, we've always been a people that struggle, so you thought. But just remember, we created everything that is in this earth. They talk about us. They beat us down. They way. We are people that have always made it. Make sure, my brothers and sisters, when you go over, you take some with you. And for those out there that are fleecing my brothers and sisters and selling them the PD, PDF that you all copied and you didn't give them the proper instruction and you left them out there to drown, my brothers and sisters, stop buying information that you can get into trustee training classes and study and learn on your own. It'll keep you out of a lot of problems. My brother, keep your head up. Stay up. Don't get corrupted. Don't get distracted. We know the time is growing short. We'll talk in the private in a couple of days. Peace, my brother. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, communities. Appreciate you, sister. Peace. Yes, talk to you very soon. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure when you stop by. You know what? I'm going to take uh, two. I'll take two more callers. Two more callers. 347-9454. Area code 347-9454. Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. It has been a long time. How you doing, brother? So it's Balance on the check-in. How you do? 
Oh, family, how you doing? I'm well, man. Good to hear your voice, man. It's, yeah, it's been like a year, two years or something, like a year and a half, man. Where you been, man? I've been moving, man, doing my thing, man. Working on some new metaphors, you know what I'm saying? Building and building, man. Had to peek in, taking it one day at a time, man. Checking in. I see you doing the right thing, giving the people the time for his knowledge on what's about to come down the pipeline. I like that. And you're doing it right, man. I like that, man. I see you got all your trustees out there. They all on point, learning, and trying to do the best they can, man. They're going to work it out, man. Study with the study with the study, man, with the best. You, you know? still a trustee, though. You still a trustee, though, man. You know, stop no, being a stranger, man. man. I'm in the background, man. You know what time it is. <laughs> you know, what you know, oh, you know you. how it takes, man. People that do things move in silence, man. We all got to talk about it. You just got to be about it. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. Everything good, man? Business yeah, good? Yeah, everything. Everything Money going good. good, man. Everything is good, man. Now I'm working on some other stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? I'll let you know about it soon. So you just be okay. on the lookout you know, for that check-in. And I All hit right. you up. All, All right. right. Yeah, I got the same number, man. Call me. No doubt. I got you. I got you locked in, man. I ain't forget about a brother. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Everything appreciate you. And um, keep it up, man. All right. I will. Thank number? you. They get ready to flip. They get ready to do the Sam's. They about to put it under Sam's, right? Yeah, it's going to be a Sammy number. No more Dun & Bradstreet number. Right, right. Because I, wanted, I was trying to tell somebody that they're getting ready to be out of here. They they praising that Dun & Brag like it's the almighty. But a lot of people don't know it's going down. Yeah, it's, it's a rap rizzle. It's phasing out. The Titanic is going under, man. Now <laughs> <laughs> you're um, the raft and get off that boat. No. All right, peace to the gods. Hey, uh, peace, family. Just, Thanks for calling in, man. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. You too, man. Peace. One love. Keep giving up that good knowledge, man. Absolutely. Peace. Peace. Oh, yeah. Trustee training alumni right there, man. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to the brother when, you know, when he calls me um, to hear what he's involved in. I swear, like, you know, all the trustees, man, you know, as soon as you get this knowledge, man, you just one thing after the other. I see, I feel like, you know, as soon as you kind of come into a certain knowledge and you're able to do things, those things that you're able to do come to you. And it's a beautiful thing. All right, one more caller. 216-7361. Area code 216 Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. It's not Peace, God. This is this, this, um, Neil the God in Cleveland. I'm sorry, who? Neil the God. Neil the God in Cleveland. You said Amir? Mill, Mill, M-I-L-L, Mill the God. M-I-L-L, oh, Mill, Mill the God. All right, peace, yeah, man. Mill the peace. God, yeah. yeah this is my first time calling, man. I listen all the time, though. I love your show, man. You and you, Um, I kind of caught the show late, uh, kind of late, man. So I was just wondering, you kind of like, I heard you say somebody changed the running bar street number to a Sam's number. Can you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and listen to the archive, but I caught the end. So with Dunn and Bradstreet, I was like, with some, what, what about the profiles here. that he built up? Because I got a whole, I got a whole business credit profile built up with Dunn and Bradstreet. That's what I'm saying. So like, it's, it's something to pay attention to, um, you know, and, and get ahead of. You know, my thing is those who, 
you know, when you build out your um, Sam.gov profile for your business, you're done in Brassy. I'm sorry, you're done in Brassy profile for your business. Um, mm-hmm. There's questions on there. Is it a minority-owned business? Is it a Native American-owned business? Is it a you know uh, African-American-owned business? You know, and and you know a lot of people check those because they're you know they're able to get you know certain benefits from that. Those are the those are the ones that I would presume if there's any problems, it's going to predominantly be in those accounts. Those transfers, but essentially what's going to happen is, you know, all the Dun & Bradstreet profiles are going to transfer over to Ernst & Young. So they're going to be they're going to be EY or Ernst & Young profiles, and the Dun & Bradstreet is going to be um, done away with. And those who currently have Dun & Bradstreet numbers, who look to register for the system of forward management for the federal government, are going to have to get uh, SAMI numbers, like the actual I you know government numbers. System for war management numbers, so they they pull it. Mm-hmm. The government is basically pulling those numbers internal. They got they gonna handle that. We gonna we got this. We gonna issue our own numbers. We don't thank you. You know what I'm saying don't need no help. And you know what done in Bradstreet, they basically said it's gonna work through the transition, which means you know they're gonna give Ernst and Young access to their you know their database, and they're gonna transfer all of the profiles over. And call me cynical, but I think there's gonna be a number of profiles that's gonna either going to have errors or not um, have mixed up information or there's going to be profiles that don't get transferred over at all. So, you know, A, I want people to understand the information and B, I want you to pay attention to your profiles and make sure and be diligent, you know, during the transition and make sure that everything's, you know, all good and on the up and up. So would a scoring um, system be the same? You know, one through hundred. You know, eighty nope. and up is good. I don't know. That, that's hard to say, man. That's hard to say because that, that's a you know, done in brass. You get a paydex score, so that's all. That's all done in DMB. So Ernst and Young, right. you know, who who knows? They, I'm sure it's gonna be something very similar, if not, you know, almost identically the same. But then again, you know, I could be wrong. It could be completely different. You know. <laughs> But so it's a whole new number. number. It's a whole new number. It's basically so they notify people. Like they they're gonna notify every, everyone who has a profile. I don't think so. Have, they might. I heard it is. They might. They might. They might email. You know the email that's on file. They might send. You know a letter to the business. They might try. They might not say anything. It might just be when you mm-hmm. renew uh, your Sam's.gov registration. It might be just then when they're when the government is like, okay, so this is a new thing, proprietary. Here's how you transfer over. Because really, a Dun & Bradstreet number is to validate entities for contracts for, for the federal government. Secondarily, credit is reported on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a secondary function that, you know, Dun & Bradstreet capitalized on that, you know, a lot of critics think that they have a monopoly on. So, you know, that's another reason why this is changing, I think, or maybe the major reason. But you know, mm. I don't th- I don't know if it's going to be user friendly transition. I would think it's not. I would think it wouldn't be a user friendly transition. And those who those companies and and those who have money and have the wherewithal and the understanding to stay on top of that, they will. And those who don't, perish. Peace underfoot. Mad taxes, be. Oh no, no, you can't claim yeah. under corporate taxes. I'm sorry, you can't claim that. Yeah, you have, you have to do that with your uh, you know the individual. Sorry. I can just mm. see it. Mm. I'm glad you brought that information. I'm calling Dunn and Bradstreet first thing in the morning and <laughs> trying to find out what's going on. Okay, yeah. I mean, 
They gonna give you the runaround. I don't feel like they gonna be up front with you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They might get yeah, you. Man. They're probably gonna they're gonna downplay it, man. Cause look, if I was done in Bradstreet, and I'm the I'm the I'm the CEO, or whatever, the done in Bradstreet, and this stuff is hitting the fan right here, and the, we losing our contract with the government, I'm gonna tell my employees that everything's all good. You know, so they have, there's not a mass exodus of my employees like quitting, trying to find new jobs because we still got stuff we got to do. We got orders we got to fulfill. We still transition. You know, the new network with Ernst and Young. Like I need employees. I can tell y'all that it's all bad. I'm gonna tell you it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. So when people are calling in and down at Brad Street, what do you think the employees are gonna be saying? Oh, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I don't feel like it's gonna be, you know, on the up and up when you call down at Brad Street. Plus, they got really underhanded tactics trying to sell their credit services and stuff. I don't like yeah, yeah, I don't really yeah. like Dun and Brad. Yeah, they to say that. So they're yeah. not really honorable yeah, they, as a company anyway. So I feel like they're gonna be on right. some funny stuff. I don't I don't, I don't trust them. Oh yeah, because you can call them. See, yeah. see what they say. I'm interested. See what they say. Email me. Yeah, man. Welcome to the foundation. Tell me what they say. Yeah, keep, keep I'll be updated, man. Cause I'm, yeah, I've been I've been building my profile for a year. I'm trying to get my my personal credit up to 680 so I can get this get these stacks. I've been trying to get. I've been I've been. I'm even gonna call your your boy when I'm ready. Um, the guy you have on all the time. Um, man, what's the what's the name of the um company he worked for? Oh, uh, Lenders Pocket. He works for Lenders Pocket. Specifically, he contracts with Lenders Pocket. He's a contractor, not an employee. But yeah, Lenders Pocket. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've been meaning to um even get with him, but you know, I just I got because I run I got two businesses, so I've just been so busy. But um, you know, I listen to the show all the time, so that's like that's my plan right there. So that's I got to get on top of this and see what's going on. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's not a game. It's happening right now. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Like that's. The main reason why I'm on the air is like it's going down currently. It's been going down. It's it's just slow because they don't want it to be, you know, very jarring for the general population. You know what I mean? Because they don't they're not trying to deal with the, the fallout. But man, it's been going down. It's been happening. It's going down. I'm just fascinated in the way that it's going down. Like I, I, I never would have thought they, you know, they're gonna shut down over 20 years. Dun and Bradstreet has been doing this for over 20 years. That's like legacy. Who, who would have thought? You know, it was a surprise. But the implications are real. So you know, just definitely want to bring it to y'all. Definitely. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. It's long. Uh, my pleasure, man. It's long. Uh yeah man absolutely man you know this I mean and I study I study every day like I gotta know and those of you who do know like we study every day we we take time out every day to look put our head up and look at what's going on in the world and whatnot and then get into other books and stuff so we can currently continue to you know up our game and up our knowledge base so we can you know you know make these moves these power moves man. So, you, you know, definitely got to stay on top of this stuff, man. I'm glad I can, you know, keep people on alert. I feel like this is going to be a big show in the archives. A um, lot of callers. I'll take one more caller. 602-9705. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? 602-9705. Okay, I guess I won't hey. take no. Any, oh, whoa, 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 okay, okay, hold on. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Albert from Phoenix. Oh, uh, what's up, family? How you doing? 
Not too, not too much. A little bit of everything. Just trying to take care of the family over here, you know. We had some uh, new interesting things going on. And uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for being up here doing your thing like always. You know, the family is uh, getting to be more and more into it, comprehending uh, the difference between the private and the public and learning how to live it, live it more than anything. And it's, uh, it's been one of the best things we could do so far. You know, there's a kind of freedom that we'll never be able to take back from not having to have somebody with their thumb on your head all day, all night, calling the shots on your life. So we're enjoying the freedom over here. So we just want to give it. That's about as about as good as we could ever give is our experience here and uh, all the peace that we learned. You know, just going from the once again the public to the private. You know, right. the trustee, trustee training. That's that's a work in progress, and uh, that's doing real good. So we pre- we appreciate you there. But there's another new thing that we'd like to we like to know about on the, a new addition type thing. <laughs> um, do you have What's any that? recommendations when it comes to a birth certificate or or uh, bringing children um, into this world um, as a private citizen uh, or private what? I think that's a, and that I think whole that's great. Area, you know? Great question. I think that's a great question. Um, you know, because that's not something I've heard about too much, and I remember Yusef touched on it a couple of times in the past. And some people are real big on just deleting everything, being ghosts, but there's also the benefits of going, you know, one side to the other. So we're looking for some direction there. That's uh, that'd be helpful if you got some. Yeah, I mean, everybody, you know. Is, is free to choose how they interface or if they interface at all with the public. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, did, I definitely welcome and, you know, uh, respect free will. As far as a birth certificate, you know, um, with my zero experience, um, mm-hmm. anything I'm about to say, I'm going to speak straight theoretical, but I think it's, you know, um, I believe it to be like, kind of like a Uh, common sense but you know a lot of people don't possess you know critical thinking skills but you know at the top of the mm-hmm. birth certificate there's a state seal there's a state seal of on every course. single birth certificate <laughs> so oh, yeah. I think I think first things first we need to start developing our family seals or our family crests okay perfect perfect that's exactly what I had in mind and the conversation was that I really haven't any direction right I think that's the first step, and then you know we we create create a document, a private document to evidence the existence of the true and live birth of you know a child of God or you know however you want to word it. Mm-hmm. And then you know put your put your, put your family seal on that and date it and sign it and you know maybe even get it notarized if you want to you know go that far. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the notary is absolutely required. But, you know, I would look at the birth certificate itself and, you know, draw off the, you know, overall elements that are in there and then definitely add, you know, whatever else you want. But, you know, you know, definitely. Definitely. Okay. I think there's a big, big thing, you know, when people say, people say, you know, such and such of the family, blah, 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 right? Of the family Johnson or of the family Smith. And, you know, I, I draw a tight correlation with that type of terminology or the phraseology yeah. of a sentence like Correct. that. 
when we're dealing with family trust, you know, family estate. My name Definitely. is Joseph of the Family Smith. What's fam- Family Smith? The Family Smith Trust. Family, we're under private law, contract law. What you want? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then sometimes yeah. somehow you know you want to you know correlate whatever you create with that family seal to you know the family trust. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's a okay. birth record, so you want to keep the records right, just how kind of like how they do. You know, the, the public mirrors and mimics the private exactly. So the stuff, some of the stuff we don't yeah. know about the private, we can learn from the public because we understand if we understand the mirror principle. Okay, and you know, just like you said, the common sense thing kicks in right there. That's why I feel a little bit more comfortable uh, the direction you're coming with it because to me it only makes sense to do it in that manner um, mm-hmm. versus you know the traditional you know go go this way. Type thing, so mm-hmm. cool, it's all cool. about genealogy. All about genealogy. Yeah. The the first book in the Bible is Genesis. You know, so um, you the go. genealogy of man, um, the genealogy of your family is vital and important. And if you're not keeping track, and you know they're going to keep track, but they're going to do it on some, you know, on some okay, yeah, legal fiction type stuff, and then you know to your detriment. Absolutely. Great Definitely. question, man. I yeah, that was good. I like that. Definitely. Like that. Definitely for real. And you know, on that same note, we just recently experienced, if we could share, um, in the area that we're in, um, is a just a high-paced, growing, growing city, and uh, we had uh, a van pull up the other day. And my kids <laughs> immediately kind of startled. And then uh, a lady get out with her laptop and her badge, and you know she's from the Census Bureau, uh, wanting to take census of this specific location, none other, and this yep. location, my 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 home specifically. Oh oh, and no, I, you were just ran- I'm sorry, sir. You were just randomly chosen. I'm sorry. It was, this, <laughs> no, nothing. This is a ran- it's the computer, sir. It's just, but we need to. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Randomly chosen out of ten years in this home. So. Um, I, I said, oh, we're very familiar with your organization. She was very happy, full of joy. And I said, but I can't say that we're going to be able to promote, you know, what it is you're looking for. And um, uh, one thing went to the other, very politely. Um, she almost tried to say that it was going to be um, against the law for us. Yep. You know, force, forcing us type situation to... Uh, not yep. uh, join their consensus right there in front of you yep. know in the street. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Good, good, good to see the difference between the public and the private every day. So. Mm, every single day, and yeah. then you know they go they go from nice. Oh, there's the three there's three three stages of government. Um, uh-huh. Very very ni- nice and cordial, um, threatening, and then outright tough. Or yes. they'll send someone else to pretty much say the same thing they said, trying to project more power than the previous person. Um, I had the same, um, well, a very yes. similar interaction with the census. I got, you know, my home was randomly chosen, like pretty much after I closed on um, one of my, well, my first property. Um, <laughs> right. and, uh, yeah, it, it escalated, and you know, eventually I looked at the statue and was like, why don't you just? I saw there was a fine. So just 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 issue the fine. I'll pay it. And she was like, "Oh, we usually don't do that." And I was like, well, "This is all bluff." I said it to her face. 
But um, <laughs> it got serious because she caught one of my daughters yeah. coming home from school and like was Ooh. grilling my daughter, and I just did not like that at all. Oh, um, that's real. So, levels of ignorance. They just get deep. Yeah, level, levels of disrespect too. Mm-hmm. But you know, levels yeah, you of know. ignorance. A lot of ignorance is der- derived or a derivative of. I mean, a lot of a lot of disrespect is der- a derivative of ignorance. So. I agree. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you once again, man, and uh, we'll be catching up with you soon. Keep doing your thing. And, Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> also through email your way this week, so get back to me when you can. Okay, I absolutely will. All Thanks right. for calling in, man. All right. Appreciate the content. Yes, Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yep. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace. Uh, well, I'm going to call it. Quits. I know there's more callers. You know, I love y'all. I really do. You know, it's no disrespect or nothing. It's just, you know, how I can only talk, you know, for so many hours consistently before I start getting tired of hearing my own voice resonate in my head but no seriously um i feel like you know this was a very very important topic and um i honestly i apologize for not catching it sooner but i catch caught it before you know it was implemented i feel like you know definitely we have enough time so we definitely just have to keep our business and our affairs in order and then stay on top of the new things that are transpiring that may or may not affect our wealth ultimately how is any of this stuff happening in the public can or possibly would affect my private estate as a trustee that is your number one job to generate income from your for the private estate for the benefit of the beneficiaries assets and to be very diligent and proactive with the markets and what's with what's going on. So hopefully everyone was able to gain some more information, some more knowledge from this episode of the foundation. I do want to say thank you for tuning in and checking out this episode, whether live or on the archive, I definitely invite you. If you're looking to, you know, book a consultation, you would like to, you know, join trustee training or anything, email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com and We'll work it out. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the nitty gritty. As well as, you know, there's a PDF section on welcometothefoundation.com. You know, check it out. Just, you know, start reading. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But to me, the foundation is trust, then banking when it comes to commerce. So, you know, that's just me. But definitely appreciate y'all checking out the show. You know, the stuff is important. The stuff is serious and you're not necessarily going to trip over something that you see. It's the stuff that you don't see and you don't know is coming and you trip over and fall and you knock your teeth out. So, you know, figuratively speaking. And with that being said, you know, I definitely will be back next week. And, you know, maybe we'll continue the, you know, Mindset of the Trustee series. I feel like I could do like 10 of those. Because we can get deeper and deeper. But I'm not really sure. So I don't know. Don't quote me. Anything beyond that, you know, um, welcome to the foundation.com. Admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Reach out. Reach out. Close mouth, don't get fed. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. 
you know, um, spend some time with, you know, family, those that are important to you. That stuff's important. And, you know, life passes by fast. So I'll catch you next time here at, um, I'm sorry, here on Welcome to the Foundation.com on High Frequency Radio Network. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace to the God. High Frequency Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.